Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So this episode specifically is extremely, extremely special because it is the 100th Jamie Star Podcast episode. Yes, you heard me right. This is episode number 100. It feels like just yesterday I was starting this bad boy and here we are at episode 100. My guest for episode number 100 was on season 20, this past season of The Voice, that was this spring, and she was on Team Legend, yes, John Legend's team. My guest today is Sienna Pelikai. So I saw you also did America's Got Talent when you were like a very young child, but I know besides that, what made you choose The Voice as a talent show to audition for? Um, well, yeah, America's Got Talent was a great experience. Of course, you know, that's when I was younger, so I didn't really know what was going on. Mm -hmm. But I believe the reason why I chose The Voice over uh, the other TV shows was, um, I just love the way that you have coaches that are there to mentor you and help you through the times of you being on the show and trying to become a better artist and focus on your, uh, individuality. And so, um, I just think like, even being on that stage, it's a challenge. And I love challenges. That's one thing about me stepping out of my comfort zone is challenging myself. So I think when you step on a stage, that's when your time starts. And you as the artist have to get the judges to turn for you, you know, and that's challenging. But I just think this was a great choice for me. And now that I'm on The Voice and I did The Voice, it was just a great experience and I don't regret it. (laughs) Did the pandemic encourage you or discourage you from auditioning in any way? Uh, actually, the pandemic encouraged me to audition because once the pandemic hit, I couldn't, uh, you know, I couldn't do singing or travel because of the pandemic. It's mm-hmm. too risky to travel, you know. But um, that's why I did it is because of the pandemic. And I saw there was an opportunity for me to audition for the voice. Mm-hmm. So I just, that's what I did. And it encouraged me and look where I am now. Yeah. What was the inspiration behind your choice of singing Dance Monkey for your audition in front of the coaches? Uh, So... I am not actually a upbeat singer, and a lot of people know that for me. Like, I'm a ballad singer. I prefer slow songs, slow, powerful, soulful songs. So for me to do this, I just had to really step out of that shell and go for something that I usually don't go for. And people are like, why do you risk that? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think is because, like, it really showcases what I can do and how versatile I am. So it's like, okay, I'm singing dance monkey, but I also put a twist to it and I slowed it down in the beginning. So that's how I showcase my R&B side as well. So that's why I actually, I'm actually happy that I did dance monkey. Yeah. When John turned his chair around, did you feel a sense of relief knowing that you made it to the next round? Uh, when I saw John, because, okay, so my eyes were closed and then I opened my eyes and next thing you know, I just saw John there in front of me and I, oh my gosh, my heart was beating so fast. But the one thing I did, I always told myself even before I went on stage was to not look at the coaches if they turn for you, because I think if I did that, I would get distracted and I don't want to get distracted and mess up. So what I did was I glanced, but I was like, at the same time, I was thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, thank you so much, Jesus. Thank you for this amazing opportunity. And now John turned for me and it's just, it was crazy. So I just couldn't believe it. He turned for me. Mm-hmm. And then once you were like, oh, I made it to the next round. Was that what, was, after? Oh my gosh. It's just, after all of that, I went back to, you know, my hometown stuff and I was just, I just felt real good. I didn't have to worry about anything. What was it like being serenaded by John with the welcome to team legend song? Okay. 
song is low-key stuck in my head. Like, I keep, <laughs> I keep hearing it. Like, welcome to Team Legend. And you know, it's crazy, though. Even though the other artists, they got something from their coaches, like the other teams, they got, like, a bobblehead or a jacket. I prefer actually singing. Like, you don't get John Legend to sing no. to you whatever in your life. And a song with your name in the song. So hearing that, I was like, oh, I fell in love. I was like, his voice is so soothing. It's, like, very, like, relaxing. I love it. Mm-hmm. And he's singing a song about you. Yes. Yes. So that's why I'm, I, I have that screen recording of him singing so singing to me. So I'm always going to state it. So when I tell people, oh, yeah, John Legend sings to me, you wouldn't believe me. I'll just show it. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was, is after a while, when Blake and Nick started making fun of him for that song. Yes, they kept. But it's funny because they kept making fun of him. But then it was stuck in their head and they kept singing it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a chance to get to know any of the other Team Legend members, or was it limited because of COVID? Oh, no. I got to know all of the artists, all of the other team members um, of their teams, and they're all sweet, and I just love them because even though we're there for competition, we see each other as family, and I've actually made a lot of close friends throughout this process of The Voice. So, like, my birthday's coming up later on in this year, and they're all planning, some of them are planning on to fly here to Vegas because it's going to be my 21st and we're all going to go ahead and hang out so I think even though I'm here to perform and you know make it on the stage and be able to sing in front of America I'm also here to build friendships and make friendships with others that I can meet around you know the world and stuff so it's really it's been a great experience and a great blessing to meet all of them oh I love that I love that a lot so was your sessions with Brandy and Snoop anything like you expected them to be like uh, no, when I first saw it was Brandy, I was like, girl, because I remember her from when I was little, I would always see her on America's Got Talent. She was a judge on America's Got Talent, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I would just remember her. And then over time, I saw her in like movies and then her music. So I was just like crazy. And one thing about her, she's very genuine and personable. And I tell people that all the time because, you know, a lot of artists and celebrities, they don't, they're not like that. And one thing about her, she gives back and she helps those mm-hmm. who want to be helped, you know, in the industry. And especially, like, for Snoop Dogg. Like, Snoop Dogg is chilled. He's laid back. You know how he is already. But he's really kind. He he really hypes you up as an artist. And I think that's what's really good about these mentors is they're not only here to just make themselves look good, but they're here to help us and give us the advice that we need throughout this, you know, process of the voice. Oh, yeah. It's like you get to not only just get to hear, get a song uh, sung to you by John Legend, but you also get to hang out with Brandy and Snoop Dogg, which was probably yes. like... The... It was just yeah, it was amazing. It was great. Mm-hmm. What did you love most about your experience on The Voice? Okay, one... Okay, the most... I, the thing I loved about my experience is... Um, being able to have the chance to get mentored and I think the reason why I say that even though I said that in you know the past questions is because this is a great and a big accomplishment for me like being a girl from Hawaii there's not a lot of opportunities for me because I'm a pop R&B singer I'm not a Hawaiian local singer yeah so it's just a little more challenging for me to make it there in Hawaii because I'm not a Hawaiian singer I mean I can sing reggae in Hawaii but I don't prefer that yeah so um to be here it's just a great accomplishment and a great um like, it's just a great blessing in my life being mentored by all these celebrity coaches, especially by judging who's an EGOT, who's like an Emmy's Grammy, Oscar, Tony Award winner. So it's just like a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm every step of the way. I'm still taking it until this day. I was like, man, I can't believe I was on Legend. I can't believe I was mentored. So it's a huge, huge accomplishment for me. And I'm very happy to be able to represent Hawaii and Las Vegas and all my family out there. Love it. 
what are some of your favorite other songs to cover? My favorite other songs to cover? Well, a lot of people ask me this, and I don't have favorite songs. But right now, I've been liking Driver's License. <laughs> I didn't cover it yet, but the songs that I actually want to cover is like Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo or uh, Trainwreck. And then Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars and stuff like that. So it's just, it's a mixture of it. Oh, yeah, like a smorgasbord of different songs. Yeah. Yes. Do you think you'll be posting any John Legend covers on social media anytime soon? <laughs> okay, it's funny. I do one before I went to L.A., which was Glory. So I did that John Legend cover. But I don't know. Maybe. I haven't been thinking about it yet because I really do want to venture out to more artists since I've had my time with John Legend. Mm-hmm. But I think, of course, later on in the future, I will. Like, yeah. Like, I, I thought of doing it like Ordinary People. Oh. Yeah. So I just I think about it here and there. I saw on your YouTube channel that you did a little cover of How Far I'll Go from Moana. So I was wondering if you're a big Disney fan. Uh, I actually am a Disney fan. Um, growing up in Hawaii, I actually in school, I used to do Disney character lookalikes. So it's not for Disney, not for Disney, but it's for a company in Hawaii. So my main character I would dress up as was Moana. I um, love it. A lot of people say I look like Moana. And because, um, you know, I'm Polynesian. Hawaiian, yeah. So. And I would just go to kids' parties, do sing-alongs, and make them happy, enjoy their time. I even also got to, you know, grant a child's wish from Make-A-Wish Foundation as Moana. So that was so big for me. And I'm like, that means a lot. Being able to do that for a child that's been wanting to meet Maui or Moana, you know? So that was a great experience. And uh, so that's how I got started into doing, like, Moana a lot. And also, I auditioned for Moana when I was younger in high school. I auditioned for the the movie Moana and I was like one of the top three that I was close to making it like I had a call back and everything and then at the end I didn't make it but oh it's just a good experience going through all of it and it's a great learning experience as well because I know acting is one of my weaknesses so from there I just start practicing mm-hmm. and grow as um, not only a singer but an, an actress as well did uh when you did that make-a-wish experience did you have like a Maui with you so unfortunately, Maui couldn't make it. For some reason, Maui was supposed to go, but Maui didn't make it. Because there was times where we did have Maui, but this had to do with um, different companies. It wasn't through our company uh. or the Maui was someone else. So he couldn't make it. And it was it was a little, you know, challenging, but we made it happen where, you know, we had coconuts, they were on a canoe, we went on the beach. We just did a lot of things. We did a scavenger hunt, and I guess at the end of the scavenger hunt, I was the prize and I sang how far I would go to him so it was so cute that's so cute oh my god I always say that my spirit animal is hey hey the chicken hey I love hey hey oh my gosh he's just he's special let's just say that he's special when I see something hey hey like in a store or wherever I have to buy it oh my god yeah he's so cute even Pua the pig I love Pua the pig my favorite, like, gif of all time is, like, Hey Hey in the boat, and he's, like, going back and forth and turning, and then going, like, you, have you seen it? Or he, like, bangs into the wall or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Hey Hey for you. What is your favorite kind of candy? Oh, my God, do this to me. Okay, um, I'm not a big fan of chocolate, but I do like Hershey's. So that's the thing. I'm not a big fan of chocolate. I don't prefer chocolate, but I do like Hershey's here and there, you know, like yeah. regular chocolate but then i also do like hot tamales have you ever heard of hot tamales oh yeah yeah girl i like those 
But I don't eat them all the time, but I do like them. But I stay away. I try to stay away from candy. <laughs> what is your spirit animal? I never really thought of that. I never thought of a spirit animal. I stumped you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I need to think of that. <laughs> Do you have any pre-performance rituals? Uh, well, before I perform, I literally do, though, like, okay, I know a lot of people do, like, all this extra stuff. For me, all I really do is, I wake up, you know, or do start my day, and then what I usually do is I drink tea. Ooh. Drink tea, and then I steam, then I'm over, over there doing, like, these weird vocal warm-ups, just vocal warm-ups, and then I also go running. Ooh. And running helps a lot because it really builds up your energy and opens up the airway and opens up your vocals. So I go running, I work out, I do squat. So I do a lot of stuff like that to keep me like pumped for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just stay really active and try not to think about my performance and just think about, or I eat too. I oh. eat a lot before because I heard grease helps with vocals. So I, I don't eat a lot, but the, the number one thing I eat before I perform is always French fries. I do like my French fries too. McDonald's french fries, too. I haven't had McDonald's french fries in so long. You're missing out. The french fries, what is your favorite french fries? Like, from what? I mean, well, (laughs) McDonald's. um, I'm trying to think where else. I like curly fries from Jack in the Box with their buttermilk sauce. I've never had Jack in the Box. Call me crazy, but I've never had Jack in the Box. There's, like, I'm in Michigan, and there's only probably, like, two in Michigan, and I haven't really... Uh-huh. You gotta go and try it. There's their buttermilk sauce. It's basically like a ranch sauce, oh. but it's really good with their burgers and french fries. So. Oh my god, yeah. Um, I will say one of my favorite places, if I were to live out west, I would probably weigh 90,000 pounds because my fa- one of my favorite restaurants out west is In-N-Out. Oh, I and you know what's funny is in Hawaii, we never had In-N-Out. We don't have any now. I think they're trying to build one now, I believe. Like, they just recently opened up Olive Garden in in and out and a Raising Kings or something. I love Olive Garden. Yeah, so they just recently opened it. And I actually have an In-N-Out down the street from my house, but I barely go there because I just feel like In-N-Out is overrated. Or it's just a lot. So I don't really care for it. I prefer, like, Jack in a Box or McDonald's. I They just put a Chick-fil-A in Michigan maybe two years ago. Oh, wow. So you guys never had a Chick-fil-A? mm We never had a Chick-fil-A and we never had a Cheesecake Factory. And the Cheesecake Factory came like six or seven years ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No Cheesecake Factory. That's never... Because we do have one in Hawaii. So, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I was... Yeah. What social media platform do you enjoy the most? Instagram. Oh, me too. I live on Instagram. For, yeah. I mean, I, I just started recently getting into TikTok a year ago. Same. I like TikTok for instagram for some reason i think it's like when there's nothing else on instagram i'll go ahead and go on tiktok but i don't know i like instagram more tiktok can be very addicting and very oh my gosh it is and you know a lot of people tell me it could be very addicting and then when i first started i was like it's not even addicting like i never wanted to watch the for you page i never wanted to be on there and then now once i'm starting because someone helped me get involved in tiktok now i'm just like it's addicting i can't stop being on there it's addicting and it's educational it helped me write a paper for my last semester of school it can help you with um health it could help you with 
places to eat or how to work out or again like um mm-hmm. schoolwork so it really helps though at the same time yeah i found a recipe on tiktok for uh, olive garden breadsticks like to make them at home like from scratch to they taste it. yeah and they taste exactly the same oh i've only eaten at olive garden like two times so in my life so good any chance for me to go to Olive Garden, I take it. <laughs> what is something you would like to accomplish once this crazy pandemic comes to an end? Um, a thing that I would love to accomplish is actually making it into the music industry. And I know I could that could happen now, but of course right now the pandemic is still going on. But I think this is a time once the pandemic is over, I can actually go out and venture out and perform. Mm-hmm. And, connect with people. and right now it's hard because, you know, we have to social distance. And, I mean, it is slowing down getting better everyone's vaccinated and stuff but however that is my goal and i hope to be able to tour travel around the world and start to perform and hopefully be an inspiration and motivate people through my passion of music oh yeah Yeah. what is something you would tell cn yourself one year ago about what her life would be like one year from then oh what is something i would tell myself about how my life would be one year from from so yeah if you were like back when we were in lockdown okay what would this sienna tell the sienna that was in lockdown about what her the year ahead was going to be like oh what would i tell i would just be like you know for me is if i had to tell myself something back then because that's how that's what the question is right correct Mm -hmm. i would say um you know to keep grinding and i think back then i did the right thing to keep grinding and i think maybe i should have worked a little more harder because I um actually throughout the pandemic I started to grow my followers I started to grow my fan base and grow on my social media and I think with the pandemic it helped so much because it made everyone calm down on social media more than having to not have a pandemic so that I always say the pandemic even though it was the worst thing that happened to this world it, it's also a blessing at the same time because the world gets to just relax and take the time like in Hawaii for example there's a beach uh, it's called Hanama Bay and um back then when I was younger there used to be a lot of fishes and you were able to swim a circle and then now it's like all oh, there's barely any fishes the coral reef is all dying and I'm like man so once this pandemic hit everything starts to grow back again so I think that's why it helped me so if I were to tell myself back then to just keep grinding not to give up and follow your heart because I feel like everything is possible if you just if I just stay dedicated and just put my heart and mind to everything I do I love it once again you've been listening to the 100th episode of the Jamie Star podcast with the voice star Sienna Pelikai I will see you all in my next episode where I'm talking to singer and dancer Christina Rakucci.